0: Good morning, this is Gaming Perspectives with... Saul. So? Angeline. And today we're talking about non-combat oriented games.
1: Something like that, yes. Non-combat games.
0: He gave me that title or that idea and then he told me three games to look up and I watched a live play on one of them. Wow. A, a virtual virtual play? Live play? Actual. Actual play. And there was combat.
1: <laughs> oh. But it wasn't mistake. the center of the... My mistake.
0: Of attention,
1: what was that one called? The one that you actually saw the actual play of?
0: Monster Hearts.
1: Monster Hearts two. Two, yes. 2, I think there's a.
0: I also okay. watched a actual play, but I couldn't watch all of it because I didn't like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Prime Time Adventures was the second one. Ah, yes. And the third one, I didn't get to watch a actual play. It's called Golden Sky. Skies. Stories. Stories. Golden Sky stories.
1: Well, I, I just kind of picked those out of the hat. There's a ton more games out there that do not rely heavily on combat as a central focus of their games, of the game. For example, like D&D, was, maybe even I, Star Trek Adventures.
0: I knew you were going to go there, D&D. Well, it always gets a bad rap for it.
1: I'm not saying it's a bad rap. I'm just saying that when uh, and people, people have been highlighting this about D&D and other games of, their, of that type. More like, uh, what is it, simulation and traditional type role-playing games is when a certain percentage of, when the preponderance of the rules have to do with combat, that kind of tells you that it's kind of combat orientated.
0: I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, you can play a and d game that's investigative. You've run us through murder, murder, where there was a murder and we were trying to solve it. Yeah. And there wasn't a lot of fighting right. until you had to, Try to bring in the bad guy. Bring in the bad dude who wasn't cooperating and that kind of (laughs) stuff, right? So then there was fighting. They usually don't want to cooperate. (laughs) But we spent hours just investigating stuff. So
1: I'm not saying it can't be done, but like they say, it's just that the rules are meant for a lot of combat. Seemingly,
0: the rules for combat are more complicated than any of the rules for the three games that you had me look at.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I could throw out some of the games like Tales from the Loop is not centered around combat.
0: So when he said non-combat games, I was thinking, oh, there's not going to be any combat. But that's not necessarily true. Except in Golden Skies stories,
1: there's no combat. Well, there is, but you pay a price if you win.
0: Oh, see, that's bad.
1: You have to apologize and your character cries because they've done a bad thing.
0: These are some very interesting (laughs) games, I got to tell you.
1: So we did did, uh, pick. Okay, so the ones we picked are Monster Hearts 2 or I picked. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, primetime adventures and golden sky stories there are a v- wide variety of, of games all of these come independent producers or publishers writers and let's get into it right monster hearts
0: monster hearts is a uh, powered by apocalypse world
1: right what is it about it's about teenagers in high school uh, having their teenage type of problems who's going to take them to the prom, who doesn't like them, and sometimes even more deeper situations or more personal situations. But on top of that, you're a monster, right?
0: I feel conflicted when they say you're a monster because being a vampire doesn't necessarily mean you're a monster, if that's the, what you are, right?
1: I think that pretty much is the definition of a monster.
0: But what if But somebody turns you into a vampire? It's not like you're born that way. Right. Somebody turns you into a werewolf. It's not like you're born that ones. way. Now, the witch is in there. That's, so, that's a choice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, like all uh, post, post-apocalypse apocalypse, apocalypse world games, they have characters which are represented uh, by the, or playlists represent characters.
0: I'm sorry, playlist?
1: Playlist? No, not a playlist. What that's they,
0: what you said. What are they called?
1: So, Apocalypse World characters are called playbooks the different types of characters you are and for the most part because apocalypse world is originally so open you can have tons of playbooks so a ton of different types of characters and the characters are just really simple kinds of there's not too much to them right there's they have a they have a problem they have uh, certain things that they're good at probably two or three skills and Everything else is handled by role-playing.
0: And uh, to resolve conflicts or to see if right. you make your rolls, it's two six-sided dice. Yeah, 2D6. 2D6. And, you know, I used to think that 2D6 were not cool because there were all the other dice. But I kind of like 2D6 resolution because it, it makes it so simple. <laughs> and if you get a seven is, is the number, then you,
1: you succeed. Well, there's, just, there's different levels of success, I think. If you get like an eight or nine, depending on the game, you succeed and then you can succeed but have a complication or something like that. Well,
0: it was seven in the one that I was okay, watching. Seven. If you got a seven, you succeeded. If you mm-hmm. didn't succeed and the GM who they call the Story the course. MC, because MC, right. they, uh, they kind of treat it as a, as a cut cut to cut to the next scene kind of thing so it's more like a which i I find interesting i kind of like it in a way that (laughs) instead of having to figure instead of traveling to the whole to the town and it takes three days you know you just cut to the next scene and there you are right so it's more like a movie or something right 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 but um she's so if you don't if you don't succeed you check a box that makes you get closer to your dark side oh so and the dark side is your monster abilities. Right. I, or whatever. It was very interesting. But the, the main part of the of the game, is, or the main part of the characters is they have strings to each other. Connections, right. So they call them strings in oh, yeah. this one. Okay. And however many strings you have on that person gives you advantages oh. to, to them. But during the game, you can attach strings. You can cut strings and all kinds of different things like that. So it was very... um I, I, I found it hilarious because I was like, Saul and I have talked about Monster Hearts and, and read stuff about it before, right? But I found a an actual play to watch and I was laughing because
1: it was so funny, and yeah, yeah, I was I was running I I wasn't running a game, but I was in a game online. Be and she, behind her, behind me, she was cackling and laughing. I'm like, what is she doing? I thought she was watching a movie like on her on her tablet, but. Then I saw that she was looking, it looked, obviously looked like an actual play, because you see the f- little screens of the different people, like a you know, Zoom meeting, and I'm like, oh, I wonder what she's watching. So at one point we took a break, and I asked her what she was watching, she said Monster Hearts 2. I go, oh wow, she must like it. What's going on? I did watch some of it, and the people who were playing were very a- a- amicable. They, they, they were just really gregarious type people they
0: were real they were they were really good role players for one that too but they were totally hilarious too because they were in and out of character you know you know how role-playing games go and it's nice to watch actual plays where where you see that people are Exactly like the people sitting around your table, right. right? Or your friends on Zoom that you're playing with, right? They, they're they in character and then they, they stop. They pop out a character to ask you a question or say, I think I should do it this way. What do you think? That kind of, How should it go? Or, you know, that kind of thing. And right. would it be better if I did this? Or what does this rule really mean when I'm reading it? So. I always find that interesting to, to see in actual plays about
1: them. Right, right. Instead of like, they do that a little bit in like critical role, but for the most part, because they're such, they're professional actors, they tend to stay in character longer. Uh, they still crack jokes and stuff, but, but this one, you're right, that they, would, they would quickly fall out of character and, and try to understand which was the best way to go about yeah, doing the scene. What
0: would make the scene better? Yes. Which I thought was, I thought it was interesting, but it. I mean, if you think about it, it's really metagaming but in a in a different way than right. when you're playing D and D, and someone's like, "Well, okay, stop. If this happens, then <laughs> this is gonna happen."
1: And blah 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 blah. Yeah, it's totally different from that actually <laughs> that happening. So we've described this game. People have described this game not us that it can be very uh, emotional game because a lot of people had a tough time in high school. And even in this, in the in the actual play that you, you were watching, I think it really cemented this idea that everybody had a different experience in high school. Yeah. Because like at one point, they're talking about going to the prom or something.
0: To a dance. They're okay. having, it was the winter dance.
1: Okay, the winter dance. And that uh, a couple of the pl- players were saying that they, they had to be careful uh, because on the dance floor, because they had to be careful because of the... The the mat, the tarp, the tarp. They said tarp that they had put down, and then the, the other and two players are going, "What are they talking about tarp?" So they fell out of character, and they're like, "What are you talking about a tarp for? How, what kind of dance floor were you on?" <laughs> and then they go on and, and talk about how they were in, in the gym or or, or well, basketball. Well, the
0: two the two uh, people that said that were talking about how you had to put a tarp down so you didn't mess up the basketball floor, and the other people are like looking at them like they're totally crazy, going. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about and they're all well i guess you didn't have good basketball teams and, and, it, and other people are like
1: yeah oh, yeah okay then, <laughs> that good and uh and then like one they had a, a a dance in the mall
0: yeah they had their prom in the mall and she was from the midwest okay she's like that's the, what we did the, the and, and everybody's like going what and she goes yeah it was a mall you know the center fountain and then they have the places that go out to the shops, and eat. it was all set up, and they were like, "Okay, that's weird."
1: Well, what's what's funny is that that perfectly describes my old mall in salinas the Northridge Mall. It was like a, well, it was just a long mall, yeah. right? But at at some point there was a the, the center of it, center of it, and it had like a cross hallway mm-hmm. that. It wasn't very long, but at the center, and in, indeed, it, there was this very large fountain.
0: I think that everyone from small towns probably has a mall like that. So <laughs> so that that same people. that that's when when she said that I'm like, "Oh, that sounds like the mall in Chico." And I was like, "Okay." What the other people were like, "Okay." And one girl goes, she says, "Well, I think LA is different than other places <laughs> in the country." And I thought that was a, a very telling thing, right? Because you never know
1: what kind of high school people went to. Well, then one guy who was in front of the Midwest or something said he didn't even have a.
0: He said that they had their prom in the cafeteria of their school. Oh, that's right. Their basketball court was outside.
1: I <laughs> well, thought that was funny. I've never seen a ba- I mean, we had basketball in grammar school. We had basketball well, courts outside.
0: It must have been from a small place. <laughs> very
1: small. Huh? So obviously, everybody has a different experience in high school. Mine wasn't as traumatic as as other people's, and I had, I, of course, I had problems. I had people trying to bully me and stuff. But I never got into a fight, so that was good. Like not like I did in junior high, which I got in a couple fights, but luckily I won. But in high school, I was able to navigate the halls the social uh, situation yeah you know and a lot of stuff i just avoided i mean i didn't hang out i didn't there was definitely cliques in high school and i don't think i was in any clique that was my my salvation i guess i wasn't a jock. i wasn't in a- academics i wasn't in what is it the, the people in government i wasn't the abs president and the treasurer and those people uh <laughs> i guess i was in ffa future farmers of america but i was like a peripheral person right i didn't raise well i did actually <laughs> raise a pig but other people raise cows and sheep and stuff and i only did it one year and i only did it my senior year because i want to get out of school for a week
0: depending on who's listening to this most people go isn't everybody an ffa <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah No. don't you want to take your cow and get it get it a, a ribbon at yes. the county fair before they kill it
1: well you get paid for it too so so obviously everybody's experience is different. Mine, uh, for the most part, was pretty. What do you call it? Nineteen uh, seventies version. Even though I was in the eighties, it was a nineteen seventies. Linus is
0: always ten years behind everybody else.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, it was like nineteen seventies version of Mayberry. For you know, and so the seventies had problems, right? People were trying to do drugs at the time, uh, you know, and stuff like that. But for the most part, like I said, I didn't hang out with any real troublemakers and.
0: Well, I think the most telling part of this, of the actual play that I was watching was um, one of the girls told, said, said to the, the, the girl that was playing the witch, she's like, you're nice to her and then you're mean to her. She goes and, and she goes, and you keep doing that. And she, she goes, that's the way high school was. Your friends were nice to you and then they were mean to you. She goes, that's not how my high school was. <laughs> And she's all. She goes. She goes. Well, then I guess you weren't a popular girl in high school. She goes. That's right, I wasn't. And she goes. That's how the how these people acted.
1: Ah. And
0: I'm like going. And I was thinking. Yeah, I saw those people, but I just stayed away from them.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Well, you know. And so I think it's a very learning experience about how how everybody grows up differently, right? With but the they background. didn't
0: really emphasize. I mean. That was kind of. It wasn't a big emphasis in the, no, no, the, the game happened. that was that that was being played. So yeah, they're, they're they're hunting down a vampire. They were hunting a vampire down. To, who
1: stole to, somebody? Right? Yes. Kidnapped. I should yes. say. S-
0: somebody who had disappeared and and the vampire in the group was like, well, she was at my party and people are going to say that's the last place they saw her and Hello, I One of the to- players was a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> she, and she's all, she's all. I want. I I need her to be found and be okay because I don't want to draw any attention to
1: myself. Ah, now we see the crux of the biscuit, as they say.
0: (laughs) So it was very interesting. It was nothing like what I had heard Monster Hearts was like. So I guess it depends on the group you're playing with. Definitely. And what issues they want to deal with. It was totally campy and hilarious
1: right right and it looked like they were having a lot of fun because uh they were constantly jolene was constantly laughing and when and a little bit that i saw they were also you know very jovial and they were having fun and being typical role players yeah right yeah i think it's like i said the, the resolution is super simple it's 2d6 there's a target number uh i thought it was nine but you said seven Uh, Well, it was
0: seven in in the game I was watching.
1: And then uh, the only pluses you get are like you have like three skills or three things that you're good at. And as long as you can kind of say whatever you're trying to do is kind of related to those skills, you get plus two to the die. And the
0: the werewolf was having a problem because it was during the day. And (laughs) that's right. She only got pluses if it was if the moon was out. Oh, and so so the, the MC kept saying, we're.
1: Well, the moon can be out during the day too. I've seen the moon. That's what
0: the day. she tried to say, but the MC said no. <laughs> the moon—you cannot see the moon. It is not time for the moon to be up yet. So, and it was going to be a full moon. So
1: every—it was a. Well she just making sure she controlled the 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 wolf inside of her? <laughs> that's funny. No, I I I always thought about the same thing I, when I was a kid. I, but then, like, I would see the moon during the day. go, Hey, what's going on here? But it's, that's just the way it is. Yeah. Anyway, I think it's a it's an interesting game, uh, Apocalypse World. For years and years, I really didn't like the idea behind the, the the way it worked. But as I, as I as they as they change or they call it hack or or whatever you want to call it, there's two different terms. One means one thing, and the other means another. But 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 basically, you can skin, you can change the rules or apply a setting that you want, and. Some people had done that and, and written extensive rules and made Monster Hearts. And there's other games that are based on that system. And it's just and it looks very interesting now to me that because does, it's super does simple.
0: Does Apocalypse World have just a, a system book that says Apocalypse World? Well, Apocalypse World is the name of...
1: Yeah, it's a post-apocalyptic world. And the, originally...
0: Is that different than The World of Darkness? Yes. Okay, because that's the one that Steve plays... With the right. world
1: of darkness, world. so that's okay. <clears throat> that's vampire masquerade and all that stuff, okay. So, but I but I that was a quite a while ago, but now as I got older, so you're right, 2d6, a simple resolution system sounds really appealing.
0: It was the problem, it was when we played Traveler that I, <laughs> I was like, Traveler. like 2d6 just is easy sometimes, you know, because you know it, it's you can only get 12, and let's just go. Yes, but then, you know, there's just the... You, you have to meet a certain number if you don't hit it. You try to add up whatever bonuses you have, and, well, Traveler, you don't get that many bonuses. So right, right, you just right. have to make sure you make that number, and if you're not going to make the number, you don't succeed. It makes it easy.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we also played uh, Liminal, which is yes. a 2D6 system, and I really enjoyed that game. I really like the way it made, you can make a character in it. And... uh but in Apocalypse World, it's even easier to make a character. You know, you don't have, you don't, you get this playbook and it tells you this is your character. This is more or less the skills that you get, or they give you a choice. You know, choose between these five skills. Yeah. And boom, you know, and and I remember the one we played, the characters were on, uh, literally on bookmarks. So you just you, the guy goes, rifle, and he had like, a, a she had a a pile of of, of characters. And he go and it was like a, like a hundred or fifty characters in the in the pile. She goes, "Well, just pick one." <laughs> but Apocalypse World is uh, about the the end of the world, and uh, basically, it's about the end of the world. And it's very it, to me the 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 setting that i that I got was very uh, like Mad Max. That was the kind of setting that it was, right? That's uh, Monster Hearts, I think. Uh, another couple of comments that they made were uh, that I've seen made about the game is that you sh- you probably have to be older to appreciate or wanting to go back to high school
0: I think so well, one of the main one of the themes of the of this game is that it has a lot to do with because in high school you're learning about your sexuality and stuff right? right so a lot of it has to do with sexual tension right and it had a, a one of the the when I was reading about, you know, reviews of this, they were talking about how it had to do with, it's a very LGBT friendly kind right. of game. Right. There were four girls and one guy in the, in the actual play that I was watching. So they were, you know, talking about how the werewolf was a girl and she really liked the vampire who was a girl. So uh, that was a, 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 thing, a theme it. throughout the whole uh, thing. It was very interesting. And it was one of the things, one of the strings that people had attached to each other.
1: Yeah, I think some of the things that turned me off uh, it was the sex move idea because you could do the sex move which I guess is is uh, try to influence another person, right? And I'm I'm like and I go well, that's kind of a weird uh, moniker for a skill or for an attempt. But it's just It's uh, just to
0: try to it, it was it wasn't called a sex move, it was called to turn somebody on.
1: Right. Well, in that game. Yeah. I think I forget what game that the, the actually is called sex move. I think it's probably Apocalypse World, I think originally. So they have probably changed it to, to turn somebody on, right? And that, to me, seems a little bit more palatable to me. I'm a, I guess I'm pretty tantical, I guess. And uh, But I think uh, the game looks uh, plays really neatly. It's real simple, the mechanics yeah. of it. And uh, a lot of it is, is player-focused, right? I mean, the, the players have to drive the story as the GM kind of doesn't have as much control control or control of the game right well they they do i mean the werewolf
0: wanted to to do werewolfy wanted the pluses for being a werewolf and the the gm said no the move's not out (laughs) i mean they still have the power yeah that's true to contain the players from going totally crazy and doing
1: whatever they want (laughs) that's true that's true so uh if it appeals to you monster hearts is a good light rules game heavily based on storytelling Uh, Simple to uh, to set up. Do the and you make up the the school or or the setting ahead of time.
0: Yeah, yeah. You make up the the setting
1: right before you start the game. It's a very uh, rules light, but and heavy in the storytelling. I think a lot of people like it because of that, because of those elements. And playing a a monster who can lose control of it of themselves is kind of like having to deal with teenage anger issues and teenage angst and emotions and stuff so that's monster hearts 2
0: and then um the next one was called primetime adventures
1: primetime adventures
0: which is a is a very interesting kind of strange i always, it was it was very strange to read about it and then to watch the actual play
1: right so primetime adventures is a super light game just like monster hearts not based on a puckless world but it has its own system. It,
0: yeah, it was created by Matt Wilson of Dog Eared Designs.
1: Yes, and it's like a really small book, like seventy-eight pages. It's a it's a smaller. Uh, uh, it's not the eight and a half by eleven size. It's more like the the digest size or A five, A seven. I don't know what the size is. It's about running a TV show. Yes,
0: the the GM is called a producer.
1: <laughs> Sounds good, and. uh and like I said, the rules are really light, and the players, I think in this game, uh, a lot of the reviews I read, and and from the rules themselves, it seems like the, the players really have to buy into this whole idea of putting on this TV show, and how it's really player-driven and really uh, a story-driven game, right? Because there's no, there's really no combat in this game, um, there's...
0: There's there's conflict resolution. Yes, and the, the first edition used dice, but then after that, you use the switch the, to cards. Yeah, and, and it's drawing three cards, and whoever has the most red cards wins. Right. The conflict,
1: and, and you get and you get bonuses for having skills or something that, that is related to whatever the conflict you're trying to achieve. And that's right. It's all that's that's it. That's all that matters is that the color of the cards. <clears throat> if you have more, then you basically get your way.
0: Yeah, you have a certain amount of points to put into your traits. You right. get like, I think it's eight. It's traits and five traits. You got half of them are between edges, knowledge, abilities of history or history, something like that, and connections, key supporting characters. So that means that your your traits. I, I didn't. A lot of the traits are called weird things, like. <laughs> but uh, it was an uh, interesting. So it's basically just you have ch- two traits that you put together or you, you use your trait and then you tell them why you're doing it. You know, right. You're going to resolve the conflict with cards, so.
1: Right. I remember that this is a, a a game about putting on a TV show, so it is it is very it's very tightly controlled about that's what you're doing. Yes. Right.
0: And and I like one of the articles I read it says it takes a lot of the pressure off of the GM who's called the producer because he'll say, "Okay, then in the next scene, we're going to drive the plot forward. I want you and you to to do this scene at the bottom of the bridge, that kind of thing. Right. right? And then, then the people just go, whatever right. the story is about.
1: A lot of it, I remember reading in and looking at the rules, it was very, uh, what is it? You needed that that session zero, right? Yes. Because you got to have what the show's about, whether it's a police procedural.
0: Yes. The actual play that I tried to watch was about a hospital. Hospital, that yes. where and, we, and, and once again, it was a hospital where weird things were happening, oh. right? Because like, in the community, I guess somebody got eaten by a bear. But the, <laughs> the hospital, what do you want to call him? The runner of the hospital, the person who runs it, administrator, the administrator wanted to kind of, he didn't want the people in the, the, the media to say that the person was eaten by a bear. So, he had one of the doctors go and talk to the the, press. the medical examiner yeah. in the morgue <laughs> and explained her how the report needed to be written. Oh wow. Right. So, it was a I'm all. Okay, that that it so it's like and they cut from one scene to the next scene and it was so it's basically like and it says each season is between 1 and 9 episodes. So, right. you're. I don't know how many episodes you would do in one one get together maybe you're doing a show for for you're going to have nine episodes so you're going to play nine times right right
1: i think that's all it is and it's very uh it's tightly coordinated right in the sense that you have these seasons you have these episodes and the fact that you like you said the producer just sets the scene kind of like and then the players they're on their own right as to what they're going to do what they're making yeah they
0: don't have saying. a there's not an actual script right. they have to make it up as they go along and, so and, that's the storytelling part right
1: right and they have they have a, a, a ability to add anything they want to the story
0: yeah it was i stopped watching the actual play that i was watching because i didn't like it <laughs> i was like i didn't like the it was just a little too weird for me the people that were playing in it not that they were weird but the the way that they were doing the the cut to the scenes and Really? And because I, I was thinking, this. I was thinking that I grew up watching TV shows, right? right? And in the 80s and 90s when that was, I guess it still is, but it's a little bit different now. But so, you know, like if you're doing a, a hospital, it was kind of like general hospital. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So
1: it was a. Like St. Elsewhere. It yeah an It was.
0: And there were the strings or connections, they called them, where some people, one actor like the other actor, that kind of thing. Uh. Who, uh, offset right versus right, right. onset right. so it was very interesting but i didn't like the one that i was watching the, so the, i just the had to find a play. different one yes, to, the to see play. the way the people are doing it
1: right and and the thing is is that because you need to have that session zero and to map out what the the game is going to be about and everybody you know has to agree on what the game is going to be about you don't want somebody sitting out and or, or playing that wanted a different type of game right yeah like if you said there was somebody who play, they're doing like a supernatural show there,
0: i saw a supernatural one i saw um or one of the people they were in their session zero and they were talking about one guy wanted to do anime an anime kind of show okay and some of the other people were like no i don't really want to do anime can we <laughs> can we think about something else so right so they kind of they had to hash out what they were going to do so so you can do anything from like buffy the vampire slayer gilmore girls
1: right there's a few examples of how or what kind of movies or shows that you want to do in the in the book even though it's only 78 pages because the rules are so light there's a lot of examples of like a comedy show i forget what what which i forget there's a show that they that they use as an example uh, but, like, they're talking about Friends and and, and the Gilmore Girls, another one is that shows up. And then you can go the opposite way with, like, Firefly and, and just basically any kind of show you can imagine. Obviously, that's the kind of show that you could put on in this in this role, role-playing game. And a lot of it has to do with screen presence, the more screen presence you have. Which the, is how
0: much time you have. Up right,
1: on the screen. Yeah. And the, uh, the range numbers, I forget what the number of that how much screen presence you ha- can have. But I think it's very interesting. It's one to three. I think it's a very interesting set of rules. I think what's really appealing about this is that it can handle any genre that you want to play in.
0: I think the, the only thing that I thought when I was reading about it and stuff is that like the boys, the 18-year-olds and the 21-year-old that we play with a oh, lot, yeah, yeah, they have grown up in a totally different TV kind of... Thing. they watch stuff the on youtube or they watch netflix with their friends so they do see some shows but like augustine watches you know he watched the what was it oh, my brain stopped for a second um right now he's watching Ca- call Saul what's it called
1: better call Saul. better
0: call Saul and then he watched the one with the with the drug dealer guy that was making drugs oh yeah so the kind of shows that they might think are appealing may not appeal to other people. So you really have to kind of go with the people you're playing with and right. make sure that they really want to buy into whatever show you're creating. Right.
1: Because I, and even, even my son and his friends, I'm not sure they would enjoy this pretty much pure storytelling game. Yeah. Because they're really into that.
0: They really like rules and right.
1: figuring stuff out. Right. right? That, that tactical... Uh, all these pluses and minuses. And I read a review of people saying that, that people who are really into mini maximizing and, and counting squares and all that, probably w- w- this wouldn't appeal to them. But you never know. I think uh, just saying things like that, uh, not giving people a chance, they might like it because they did the main. That's what I meant try. by
0: they, they need to, you need to make sure if you're going to do it with people who may not be into whatever you're liking. Like the one guy really wanted to do anime, and right. the other people in the, in the room like, were like, yeah. I really don't want to do anime. So, but that, see, that might appeal to an 18 year old because they've seen a lot of anime, right. right? Right. But, it wouldn't appeal to someone who's like, oh, I'm really am not into that, right? Right. So you have to make sure the whole room is into whatever you're doing, right?
1: And that's a good thing about that session zero in this game, and for almost any game. But in this game, it definitely has to happen, and it definitely has to be this the whole table, all the players have to agree. Well, because you can, before you each.
0: can create the 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 show, you got the actors have to be into <laughs> it, right? The producer can't say, okay, today we're gonna do a show about blah blah blah, yeah, and right. everyone's
1: all, uh, I don't want to do yeah. that. No right so it's a very interesting game a a lot of people have really liked it Uh, uh, they like the super rules light they like the idea of of it's really story driven and uh and the fact that they can play almost any game i mean any game any show that they really like on on tv that they've ever seen so that's pretty cool
0: or not the actual show but something like it right
1: So on to Golden Sky Stories.
0: Golden Sky Stories. So
1: this is an actual, I think this is an actual Japanese game that's been translated into English. It just seems, drips that way, but maybe it's not. Uh, I didn't look at who the author was. But Golden Sky Stories is where you play a spirit, usually a spirit animal, that can transform and shapeshift into humans even. And it's about making connections that's how you uh that's what you're trying to do and and it's a really a pure storytelling game there is very little in the way of stats so in this game if you have the mechanic of this game is if you have a higher number and a skill than the, than the person who's opposing it you win that's all there is to it and you're trying to make connections with people and basically this game is about telling heartwarming stories, right? That, and the way this showcases the fact is that violence is very looked down upon. In fact, it's almost prohibited in this game because if you do get into a fight and I use my air quotes that you can't see on a podcast is you actually end up, you don't, there's consequences. Yeah. You end up having consequences. The consequences is that you have to apologize to the, to whoever you defeated or whoever you fought with. And You lose connections, which is what you're trying to achieve is by by making more connections.
0: Yes. (laughs) The original game was uh, published in Japan by Yuyaki Koyake. And I'm sorry if I butcher the name, (laughs) but that's the best I can do. It was translated into English. You're playing animal spirits, right? Or some some kind of spirits that inhabit usually animals. Oh, yeah, yeah. And... They they have magical powers, right? And they have the ability to take on temporary human form, right? And you, it's usually there's usually a a magical village or a village that's enchanted, an enchanted town, whatever. And the players attempt to solve problems by ingenuity, cooperation, and friendship.
1: (laughs) Yes, I, I mean it. It just it's really comes out of a of a different angle, right? And, and, uh, and I have my notes here. It's great for, for storytelling, simple, short stories. And, And due to the fact that the, that the rules are so almost non-existent, it's easy to tell a story unhampered by the mechanics of the game. You don't have to like look up a rule to see, you know, this, the the mechanics are so simple. There's no need to look up a rule because it's just a number that your character has. And if your number is higher than the, the opposing thing, whether it's another NPC or even another character to, to decide, you know, who gets their way, then the person with the highest number wins. There's no dice rolling. There's no cards. It's, super simple so what happens is is that it kind of happens organically right when you are playing with uh, other people and you're trying to solve these things and the gm says this is going to take a a certain number to win or to get your way the players already know what what they have at their disposal okay <laughs> and it's just this it seems just this really kind hearted type of game i think uh a lot of people who just want to step out of this combat oriented games, like well, and I'm gonna say D and D, but other heavier games with these explosions and gunfire. No, there's none of that here. There's just you're just trying to solve these this villagers' problems. Like this one guy says, uh, I saw this actual play where, and it was a simple one. I mean, it wasn't even that difficult. He was gonna propose to his to his wife, but he dropped his ring in the lake. So the spirit animals heard this guy lamenting what had happened, and he's like, you know, lamenting, and the the human is thinking about not proposing because he you know, lost the ring. Because he lost the ring, so the spirit animals go into action, try to try to get the ring, but you know, none of them are, can swim or stuff like that. So they, you know, so they have this, they go to the lake, and they figure out that the lake has a, of course, it has a, a, a spirit, and the spirit of the lake goes, I should keep it somebody offered it to me and they're like no 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 but you don't understand and the the lake didn't care about the dude and his and his his proposal so they had to come up with a reason why they would want this lake spirit would want to help him out and so i think it's very interesting i think it's very enchanting kind of a story whimsical something you might see you know i don't know if i've ever seen a cartoon or anything like or anime that might be along these lines this one
0: reminded me of a game that you would a good game to play with kids, right? Because you're you you can teach them all of these different things about cooperating with each other, right? And trying to get
1: the stuff done. And the system isn't that difficult, yeah. And another thing is, you know what it reminds me of? If there's any cartoon that that and, and this I don't see a lot of cartoons anymore. It reminds me of like a Winnie the Pooh story, right? Yes, so Winnie the Pooh always gets into trouble, right? And then it's usually friends- gets stuck. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's true. He does get stuck, but other than getting stuck, you know, he gets he gets into trouble or something happens, and there are all his friends are trying to help him out. Yes, and that's what this reminds me of. A Wind in the Willows. I don't know if you ever seen that one. That's also very. Uh, that was a little bit more a brooding type of a com- of a cartoon. But I think that if you mix match those two together, I think you get a good idea of what kind of stories you can tell and. And what, what what they're going after, and I heard, and I don't have the book. The the I heard the art is really well done. It's this really beautiful, obviously Japanese inspired type of art, and uh, it's really colorful and really vibrant. And I think the the cute little animals, spirits, and stuff are, the, are really cool. It's definitely a, a game of people who just want to tell a story. And one of the biggest complaints about this that I've heard. Is that you can't really have a long campaign, right? You can't have this because it's a short story. Right, it's just you're solving simple. You no, know, yeah. like this, the, like the idea of, of saving this guy's ring or finding this guy's ring. How much of a campaign can you have about that? No, you really can't. But that's not what this game is about. It's about really helping people out in the micro level instead of this macro level. Yeah and i think it's interesting
0: all all of these non-combat games that all made me look up and and <laughs> find i found very interesting and um i definitely this one seems like one that would be cool to play like if you were playing it with kids to try to or or people that just want to solve something and just do it really simple right yeah no definitely. just just a story who's stealing the eggs right. the, or something like that um a prime time adventures that I probably wouldn't I probably would not participate in really? because I just I don't know. <laughs> I would be I oh it would have to be a story I really wanted to be in to do that. Monster Heart seems pretty pretty interesting just because, you know, you're monsters and teenagers. Yeah. I, I don't even know if I would play that depending on I guess it would depend on who was running it and right. you know, what the if they were if they were what the story was going to be about.
1: <laughs> you wouldn't want to play a primetime adventure like Buffy the Vampire Slayer?
0: Uh, well, it depends on who I was playing with and what this. I, I, I would have to take into consideration lots of things. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's true. I think all of these, they're really uh, focused on storytelling. And if you need dice for initiative and you need dice for scene. It, detailed combat and stuff and detailed skill resolutions this isn't your cup of tea these aren't your cup of tea but uh, i would argue that whether you think it's your cup of tea i would think just try them i think you might actually end up enjoying the the difference uh, of play style
0: i think Uh, the closest that we've come is when we played in a star trek game with um i forget what the guy's name is but he runs star trek games and he said it's like a it's like if you're on the Enterprise, right, having a or yeah the next generation, right. These are the scenes. You you're, you're going to do different scenes and that was the closest thing I was in a room full of trekkies, so it was really easy to to envision it, right? You know,
1: this is Yeah, I don't remember a lot of die rolling in that game. No, there wasn't. It was a lot of pontificating.
0: Yes. <laughs> it was it was pretty cool. Yes. That's what I meant. You would really have to be, Buy-in. to me, you would have to buy into it or, or really know the kind of show that, that the people want to do. Right? right. Cause I wouldn't want to do something that I would be standing there. And go, okay. This is what I want you to do. And I'm going, well, how would I do that? What would I say? Versus, okay, this is star Trek. You're acting like you're so-and-so and then like, you're like, oh,
1: okay. <laughs> well, I remember he actually used characters from the, from, from the, show, the next generation. Right? Yeah. yeah. So you're playing guy and you're playing, and I, I think I ended up playing guy yes. and I was like, man, how do I play that character? I mean, I pl- I saw the character. I've seen the show a little bit well, with you quite a bit, but I'm like, I never really got into what she was all about. And it's hard, it's hard to play this for me, this you know obviously she was very wise you can live for a long time and all this other stuff and that's just not me (laughs) so i was just like ad living, ad living, and trying to say esoteric things and not really solve issues which i think gaiden does and then at the very end something clicks and something fits and and it makes sense at the end of the show but during the show like she always says something you're like what the hell does that mean, right? In the well, soda? you are. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most people. Anyway, uh, Golden Sky Stories, Primetime Adventures, and Monster Hearts 2. This is a new one. They're very story-driven games. May not be for everybody, but I think everybody should give them a try.
0: So there you go. This is Gaming Perspectives with so, Angeline.
1: You have a good day.